Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? (laughs) Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. Hey everyone, you're listening to Those Are The Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. I'm Victoria. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Okay, today is a weekly recap. We usually do them on Tuesdays, but today's you're going to be listening to this on Saturday. So a lot's happened this week, finally. That's not necessarily like election related. So we can talk more about that. Um, a lot of things to talk about today. First thing I want to talk about on the docket is um, about the very first um, female, uh, first woman to play football in a Power 5 game. So, so as I'm sure everybody's heard of this already, um, but just for those who don't know, Sarah Fuller, she is a goalkeeper for Vanderbilt's women's soccer team, and she was asked to play as a football team's kicker um, because the normal kickers had COVID. So there were already two other ones, and she was just asked to do it. So a lot of people had tons of opinions on it um, for various reasons. And Victoria, do you want to just give your opinion? Yes. What do you think about it? Yeah, so I was a student athlete in college. Um, I played golf. And I mean, for me, like, I love sports. Don't get me wrong. I want women to, and I love, like, women in sports. And I want women to have, like, opportunities and um, just, I don't know how to describe it. I, I want, I don't, I just want to be treated equally between, like, men and women in sports. But right. to me, this was a big step back for female athletes. I, I just don't think this, to me, I think it was a PR stunt for Vanderbilt. If you look at Vanderbilt, they had a losing season. Um, Mm. they had multiple people try out to be on the team and they didn't pick her for her ability. In my opinion, I think they just picked her for the publicity because now they are recruiting, um, students as well as student athletes. This is just going to be plastered everywhere saying, look, we're all for quality. We're all for, um, like female empowerment and I just really think like this just really I feel like really set people back because they they weren't doing it for the right reasons they did it for a PR stunt because now when they're recruiting female athletes they can have like a whole poster of Sarah Fuller saying look what we did look what we did instead of just kind of making it a humble brag they make it a huge PR stunt for the university yeah I also read somewhere that um she it wasn't even like you said she wasn't even picked for her like ability it was literally the two people who they actually wanted had coronavirus and they're like fumbling around like who do we get who do we get oh how about we do this girl it'll be a good PR stunt yeah um and, and I'll be honest with you 
there are people on the football team that knows how to kick. You don't have just yeah. two kickers. Like, yeah, you have two designated kickers, but your punter pretty much knows how to kick. A long snapper knows how to kick. Like, I had a friend that was a punter at where I went to college, and he also played multiple positions. He could kick. He could punt. He could also um, be a lineman if needed, be a holder if needed. Like, there, I, I bet, like, of, like, a – 100-man squad, there had to be someone else that would be able to kick, not just two people. That is a very good point that never crossed my mind. Yeah, there definitely had to have been at least one other person, because that doesn't, you're right, that doesn't make any sense. Um, that and, it, Literally just two people. And to me, that's why I truly believe it's a PR stunt, because, like, I know there's other people that are there that could have done it. Yeah. And for me personally, so I'm all for girl power, women empowerment. I'm all for that in the sense of like, God has made us to be such beautiful, strong people. And we are our own thing. We do not have to be like men. We are so great. Like God made us to carry, like life begins in us. So we're amazing. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm all for that. But this did rub me the wrong way. It just felt like something was off. And then I was reading more about it. And someone made the comment that like, all right, now we're allowing girls into guy sports. The next logical conclusion is guys in women's sports. And the reality is like men are like men are better than women in certain sports because of different physical abilities that god has given them it's not that men are better you know i think we're amazing i think you know we can do anything men can do except in high heels all that yada yada but like at the end of the day um in certain like tennis for example the greatest male tennis player and the greatest female tennis player just because of biological stuff the greatest male tennis player could probably beat or i think did beat the greatest female player. I want to, I don't remember the names, but I know um, Serena Williams did say something like that about whoever was the greatest player, the male player when she was um, at her prime. She said that he could probably beat her. And that's okay. That's why we have separate women's and separate men's um, sports. So that is my only problem with it. Like when I first saw it, I was like, oh, good for her. Like she's kicking with with the best of them. But then like, it's just, after a second, I was like, something's off about this. Because also too, I hate it so much, but like, because of everything going on, I feel like any like real, like deviation from the norm, it just feels like it's a political stunt or a PR stunt. And I hate that. Like I, I would hate for them to have, well, I mean, we know that they didn't, but like, let's say they did have like actual tryouts and she just legitimately was the best person out of everybody that they could have ever possibly asked. It still would have come off as a PR stunt. And I hate that because it just seems that people are performing now, but, and, and it's because when they do have the chance to actually do something like that, they don't, they just pick the girl because, Hey, look, we let a girl play as a kicker. Yeah. And, uh, Kind of, I just wanted to kind of touch back. You were saying that point about we allow women into men's sports and men in women's sports. I, I kind of have a differing opinion on that. I have no problem having women play a men's sport if there's not a women's team. 
So okay, like, okay, football, I football. Yeah. There's no women's football. Believe me, if there were, that would have been my sport. But <laughs> in being so, because I played golf, and there was hardly ever any women that played golf, and we barely had enough. Like when the high school team for girls golf at my high school started only a couple of years before I came in, and so. I could have been playing on the boys' team because there wasn't a women's team. And so for me, I have no problem with and even like with cheerleading, there's no just male cheerleading. I have no problem with males wanting to be on the female cheerleading team because there's not like a male cheerleading team. Does that make sense? Yes, and I'm going to agree with you on that because I feel like that's the difference um, and that's like the caveat that I would have because I agree. And Fun fact, uh, my mom made me play sports. So in the sixth grade at my middle school, there was no women's soccer team. So I had to play soccer with all the boys. And that was interesting. Um, but yeah, like, no, I agree completely, um, especially in sports like golf eh, about soccer. I guess it's fine. But like golf, I know for sure. I definitely I don't think there's anything wrong with a woman playing on the men's team, especially if there's no women's team. Um, I do. So with football, though, like would okay so I don't know sports I do know that um it's seven points with a touchdown no <laughs> yeah, six points with a touchdown, touchdown one and then the kick goal. is one point yeah. yes I do know that well and I barely know that um so if someone is like tackling her though that's not like that wouldn't be like men tackling women that wouldn't be a good idea I feel like I, yeah. I mean you know more than I do well, so she's actually, like, not the first girl to actually play on a college football team. There was a girl that, and I'm going to, like, look it up real quick. She okay. committed to play for, like, a D3. Like, that's happened um, before. And, I mean, I have no problem. And most of the times they are kickers. Um so her name is Becca Longo. So she became in 2017 the first woman to earn a college football scholarship. Uh, she actually played D2. So she's going to like Adams State University. Okay. So like the thing is, is like why they're making this such a big deal is because it's like the first for like Power Five, but it's not like she earned a permanent spot on the team. Right, because she just did it for this one game because they didn't have anybody else, yeah. right? And I saw the Federalist actually did a great article on it um, titled uh, Vanderbilt's Kicker Stunt with Sarah Fuller was a step back for female athletes because oh. and, like their big argument is she was named, um, I think it was a co-special teams player of the week. And the, she only kicked once that whole game, and it was after half, like during the like second half kickoff. That's the only time she kicked. And the really? only reason why she was given this award is because she was female. Yikes! Not for her ability. Where the person, her co-winner, was um, a punt returner out of Florida who returned a fifty-yard punt for a touchdown which proved to be the decisive score in the game uh, between Florida and Kentucky. And wow. so my thing is, and this is, and this is where I, like, I call myself a feminist, not your 
2020 feminist, your actual <laughs> feminist. Because, like, feminism is all about just wanting equality between men and women. Wanting, like, I don't want you to look and treat me any differently necessarily because of my gender. Like, I want to get paid when I do the same job as a man. Right. right. And so I don't want to be treated differently just because I'm female. Right. It should and, be the same requirements. Exactly. And like kinda and that kinda goes back to the whole uh Biden picking Kamala. He literally yes. only picked her for VP because she was female. Yeah. Nothing about her qualifications why he picked her. It was because he said he was going to have a female. And that's what yeah. I have issues with. Because if you go back like the um oh god we were going to get Obama in 2008. Um, Mitt Romney. No, that's 12. Um, oh, uh, uh, John guys, McCain. John McCain. He picked Sarah Palin for her resume, not because she was female. Right, right. And that's just kind of the issue I have with, like, mo- like 21st century feminism. It's, I want, I want better opportunities than men because I'm female. Like, I don't, I just want to be treated the same. Like, I right. really don't care. If and I, I feel like... I want to be treated for my ability, my brain, not because of my gender. I agree. And I feel like, just to touch on the feminism thing, that with so many other movements... Um, feminism has gotten past wanting equality. Now it wants control, not control, um, whatever, um, to be in, uh, to be greater than. It's like reverse sexism. Yes. It used to be, it was sexism thing, like, um, like top tier male. And then now it's like, they want top tier female. It's literally reverse sexism. Right. And I think like the first wave feminists and um, even maybe second wave feminists, well, right before the sexual revolution, I think they did a really good job and they like, yeah, women should like no taxation without representation. Women should be able to vote 100%. That's fine. I get that. la dee da. And then I think that after that, it just started to go like, oh, wait, we got this. Let's go further. Let's go further. And what I also hate about this, and this is just like going off kind of on another topic, is that um, it gives a lot of, um, actually, no, I'm not going to go on that topic. We can talk about that another time. Um, But yeah, like, I I agree. Like, feminism has kind of gotten a little out of control. And now it's just giving people, like, giving women, it's giving women, um, things just cuz like oh you know what here yeah. you go like I and i'd rather same, like i want the same opportunities that my husband has i want yeah. to treat the same with by getting my own bank account getting my own right credit card being able to buy right. a house get our own apartment i want to be able to get a job like i want to be able to do the same things my husband can but i'm not going to put him down for being a man Exactly, exactly. And I think that's where um, feminism nowadays gets off. And like, I have lots of friends, um, some other girls that do the podcast, like co-hosts as well, they call themselves feminists. I personally don't. um, But I I know a lot of friends who and I have a lot of friends who call themselves feminists and do consider themselves like, um, not the traditional feminists in this way, because of things like that. Um, I just personally... 
I would call it traditional feminism. I would call what the left is calling feminism, I would call it more 21st century feminism. Like, a traditional feminist just wants equality and opportunity for women. A 21st century feminist wants to put the man down. Yeah. Okay. And, I, yeah. Part, yeah. That's a good description. Um, and I have a lot of friends that are traditional feminists. And, like, I agree with them 100%. On, and I agree with everything you said. Like, I think women should be able to, like, have their own bank account. Because, and here's the thing. Like, I was, I've had this conversation with a lot of people before. Especially because, like, I've, like, dabbled in the whole, like, trad wife stuff. Like, ooh, what's this? And, like, ooh, this is interesting. And part of the reason why women didn't have those things was because they were married. And they had husbands. And they would, like women would be like 16 and then get married and when you're they were all they lived with their parents they lived under their parents this whole time and all they did was just transition to live with their husband and um and you know I'm not saying that's necessarily right or wrong but now things are not like that and things are not like that for various reasons I you know I don't want to blame the men but you know anyway <laughs> things are not like that anymore so I'll use me, for example. I'm 26 years old. Back in the olden days, I'd be married and probably be on, like, kid number four, which in today's, like, to be honest, I wouldn't mind that, but that's not where I am right now. So what am I supposed to do? Not have a bank account? Not get a job? Like, sit at home twiddling my fingers trying to find a suitor? No. Like, because of how things are now, I have a responsibility to go out and, like, be a productive member of the society. And, um, and I think that that's why specifically first wave feminism is so important that's why it was so beneficial oh yeah definitely i agree with that okay so switching gears for our next topic um on twitter twitter was like blowing up i want to say maybe like four or five days ago it was kind of a while ago but it happened this week over this restaurant owner um someone filled him yelling at his guests um, and what he was doing, he was yelling at his guests. You can find, literally, I think you can just type in twerking in restaurant um, on uh, the internet to see his little speech. But um, what was happening was people were twerking, like the dance twerking in his restaurant. And it's a kind of a nice restaurant. Like in the video, they had nice couches. Like it wasn't, it was a brunch spot. So it wasn't like a club or anything. Um, they were twerking and he had asked them, nice, I, saw this too he had asked them nicely before but then they didn't stop so then he asked there was a dj at the um brunch spot and he asked the dj to stop the music and then he made the comment hey i did this restaurant this restaurant is a business you guys don't um twerk on the i don't want y'all twerking on the restaurant on the uh furniture and i and then he said this i'm asking the men to respect you and how am i going to ask them to respect you if you're not respecting yourself and then he said, um, he's doing this for his community. He was, he was black man. So I made this for the community and I'm trying to do something nice for us. And then he said, if you don't agree, you can leave. I don't need your money. Um, so half of the internet or half of Twitter was like, oh my God, why did he say that? That is so awful. He's terrible. And then the other half was like, y'all should learn to control yourself just because it's nice music or quote unquote turf twerk a musical doesn't mean you have to twerk um so yeah so what do you think do you think he should have yelled do you think he should have just he should have just put on different music yeah I mean to me it's his 
private business. I mean, yeah. he has every right to ask customers, and I find it kind of disrespectful for the yes. girls to be, A, standing on his furniture, twerking, to start with, but he asked them nicely to get down, and they refused and kept doing it. I mean, just because I hear twerking music out in public doesn't mean I'm going to twerk if right. I'm a target. Like, <laughs> right! I, it's just people need to understand it's like you need to know the time and place like yeah what are your thoughts on this so I have a lot of thoughts um the first thing is like it's like you said it's his private business like if he the vibe he wants for his restaurant is to play fun music because I'm trying to think of the one of the songs is Red Nose I don't know I don't know if anybody listening so Red Nose came out my freshman year in college and that was a different Mallory. So that <laughs> Mallory enjoyed that type of stuff. This Mallory, you know, she's a little bit more not like that anymore. But to be honest, if I heard Red Nose, I'd be like, ooh, haven't heard this in a while. And, you know, I started bopping. But I'm a normal human being, a well-adjusted human being. I'm not going to stand up and start dancing in a restaurant. Like, that's not classy at all. So I think that people just, it's his business. He wants to play that type of music. Because honestly, when, if I heard that, I'd get really happy. Like, it'd get me in a mood. I'd be happy. I'd be enjoying my breakfast, eating my grits. Ooh, yes. I love this song. Haven't heard this in forever, you know? But I, you know, and if that's the vibe he wants to bring to his restaurant, I think that's great. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think the problem is, like, people should learn there's a time and there's a place. And, like, I saw um, someone else talk about this on their podcast, and they said, like, he even has a dress code. So, obviously, if he has a dress code, then there's, like, a certain like decor he wants so like respect that also too though like it's a restaurant you can't be standing on people's furniture like <laughs> that's so disrespectful to stand on someone's furniture and I do I like that at first when he said if you don't like it I don't need your money at first I was like "Ooh, that's sassy oh my gosh but now like I think about that and I'm like no I have an attitude this is what you want this and he said he worked hard to get the money to buy the building this is his small business. If he wants to do it that way, he has every right to do it. I will say, like, I get why he was frustrated and I get why he taught was like how he got upset and everything. I will say there might have been a nicer way to say it, but I guess after he'd been so frustrated, he kind of just got to say it. So for two seconds, I was like, mm, I don't know if you should have said it that way. But then now I'm kind of like, nah, like, it's your business. Like, you got to, like, if you want, that was disrespectful saying on someone's furniture is so disrespectful yeah I like just pulled up his menu and I mean it's it's a nice menu like chicken and waffles are $17 shrimp and grits $21 um like it's oh, not that's kind of expensive too like that's not like a it's not like, like a like McDonald's or anything you're going to like it's a nice yeah it's a nice menu and I think like he like he made a point he's like I made this so our community can have nice things yeah but I mean I mean isn't this what capitalism is like he -hmm. has every right in his private restaurant and in like the business he owns whether to um how he's going to how he's going to treat his customers and then yeah. this is where the market comes in. His customers can decide to shop there or shop elsewhere. Yeah. And then they can determine whether he stays in business or not. 
Yeah. And so if you aren't happy with it, then don't go to his business. Like, there's no need to shame. I mean, you can shame him all you want, but in the end, it's his right. Like, kind of like, you have a right to do what you want to do in your own house. Exactly. You can stand on your couch and twerk all you want in your own house, and nobody can tell you otherwise because you own the house. It's the same thing at his business. Like, this is like his home, this is where he makes money. And honestly, it might be turning people off if he lets people, it might hurt his business more if he lets people twerk on the, stand up and twerk on the couches. Yeah, and like, call me bougie all you want, but like, I'm not trying to be at a brunch spot with people like twerking. Like, that's just not, <laughs> that's not what I, I would not want to go to the business. I'd be like, let's find someplace else next week. So I, I honestly, I think he did the right thing. I don't think it, I think people are just upset because they, are not um some people don't like to personal responsibility like our society has a big problem with personal responsibility and someone calling you out on something that um you think is fine um people just get upset with that they just don't like to be told hey you were in the wrong so i'm looking at the website right now and like they have like a mural of like obama in there and um (laughs) Well, I mean, it's definitely like, come on, guys. He's a black-owned small business owner. Yeah. And he tells you no one time, are you really going to boycott him? He's literally trying to better his community and better African-American lives. And then also, too. is, Is that too much? Like, I mean, is like, just what weighs more, supporting a black business owner or cancel culture? And, like, that's kind of the decision that needs to be made. Right. And my other thing is, like, the reality is, like, you can go twerk at McDonald's. You can go twerk at, I'm sure McDonald's people are, they're not going to care. I'm sure, like, if I went to McDonald's and you were twerking, yeah, I'd be annoyed, but I'm like, I'm at McDonald's. Because that's the vibe McDonald's has. But, like, there are other places like I'm not going to go to Maggiano's and be like, all right, every, like, you know, a, a beat fast song comes on and starts twer- like, that's just not, um, that just doesn't make sense. Like, that's just not what you, that's not classy. Maybe that's not the word. Like, that's just not ex- culturally acceptable. I don't know the right word to say, but like, you just don't do that. And I, someone else on a comment, um, because I think Poppletics posted this too. And someone had comment was like, I don't go to, uh, I think they said like Texas Roadhouse if they're playing like uh, country music and start line dancing. And I'm like, yeah. Like, it, like now if you were at um, Bob's Country Hoedown and there was like a dance floor, of course. Like it's just, there's a time and a place for everything. And I think people trying to cancel him or people like saying, let's not get support him. It's just, People just don't want to take responsibility for, like, their own actions, which kind of sort of leads us to the next topic um, about responsibility, kind of sort of. Um, Mm -hmm. AOC, for those who don't know, has a new merch line, and (laughs) her merch line has, like, t-shirts for, like, what, $60? Is it, like, 60 right? Yeah, um, I'm going to pull this one, too, because it just makes me LOL. All right, yeah. let's talk about her collection. 
So, her Green New Deal sweatshirt. $65 sweatshirt. Okay. That's so, crazy. And by the way, I'm looking at it right now. It's sold out. That's crazy. You know it has polyester in it? You know what polyester is made from? I Petroleum. do not. Oil. It's made from oil. So everything oh, that the Green Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, so everything that the Green New Deal is against, like they're against oil and all this stuff, the sweatshirt that says the Green New Deal has essentially oil in it. It's made that's crazy. Oil. So that's like the first one. And she has multiple collections. Like I'm looking at this. She has her campaign gear, a Green New Deal gear, youth gear. Like she has a bandana on here that is like $18. $18 for a bandana? Yeah. That's crazy. And what's so crazy to me about this, um, you know, take out the ridiculous prices, is her target market is people who are supposedly would have a hard time paying for these things. Yeah, like you all know, her t-shirts are $27. She has a $90 poster pack that are literally posters you hang up on your wall that says the Green New Deal. She has Tax the Rich sweatshirt for $58. That's ridiculous. That's so expensive for a sweatshirt. Um, That is so expensive. uh, On Poplitics, on their Friday episodes, or like the episode today, which would, if you're listening tomorrow, which came out yesterday, um, Alex talks about how there's a t-shirt that says drink water and don't be racist. And she's like, when do people tell you to do not drink the water and be a racist? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, like, is that how? (laughs) When when has the opposite ever been told? (laughs) Yeah, like, is that supposed to be, like, some sort of, gotcha, I got you, don't. (laughs) That's so cringe. Like, uh. And then she has a $27 t-shirt that says, essentially it's like cancel student debt tea for $27 I'm sorry if you're struggling paying your student loans back how can you afford a $27 t-shirt that says cancel my student loans yeah that doesn't make any sense yeah I mean this is so expensive and here's the thing there are tons of I'm thinking about like our merch um, those are the girls' merch. I think is a, even a little bit cheaper than that. Honestly, the price isn't set by me. It's set by the um, person who, um, the dropshipping company. But my whole point being is I'm not sitting here, like, I would like people to buy it for sure. But, like, I'm not going to sit here and, like, ask you to buy it if you can't afford it and, then, like, make excuses. You know what I mean? Like, she already is... She's sitting here saying, you guys, a lot of us don't have money because of X, Y, and Z. Because of capitalism. Because of capitalism. And here's some merch I have that supports 100%. Like, this is, um, like, okay, let me back up. She is essentially trying to say, like, here, I'm participating in capitalism, but capitalism is wrong. She's That's what I'm trying to say. She's promoting socialism <laughs> through capitalism. Did yes. You know what's even funnier is, and Alex made this point on Poplitics today, 
So if you're for socialism, shouldn't all these products be free? Exactly. And that's why, you know, for example, those other girls, the I'm not going to sit here and act like everything is cheap. I mean, I would like the things to be a lot cheaper. And eventually one day I, I would like to put down the prices if I can figure out different things. I'm not going to sit here and act like it's cheap. And also, too, I'm not going to sit here. I'm not promoting socialism. It's capitalism, baby. Like, this is how it works. Like, you know, people, you have a product that people like and they buy it. I don't even get the full, I only get a, a very small percentage of um of the purchase because it has to go into the people that make it, the people that package it, the company that ships it. So the very little that I, um, the very little that I get goes back into those other girls. So like, that's just part of capitalism. That's how it is. And if you sit here and act like this is all wrong and terrible, then don't participate. I think that's my biggest thing. It's like, if you're going to sit there and act like it's all wrong and terrible, then don't participate. The reason why now that I'm thinking about the reason why her products, her t-shirt stuff is that like that are so expensive is because she's probably doing the exact same thing I'm doing is drop shipping and drop shipping is expensive, but drop shipping is a, I think it's a wonderful thing about capitalism. I don't sit there and like hand make or like screen print any of those shirts. Your, I um, had someone create the design. The design goes to this company. The company goes and does everything. Like all you get from me is a thank you so much for purchasing. I really appreciate it. They create the product and send it to you. That's all part of capital. And that's a wonderful thing because I'm doing this for the podcast, but there's other people who make real, who are really good at art and like, that's their job. Like they sell really nice, cute art merch. Um, So that's a positive benefit. And if you're going to sit there and say that capitalism, and that's only um, available because of capitalism before like it would not have existed. So if you're going to sit here and say capitalism is wrong, why would you even participate in something like that? You yeah, w- your whole I, merch thing wouldn't exist. Yeah, and for her, like, I, if I recall, because I follow her on social media, I think all her merch is from local small businesses up in, like, Queens or Brooklyn, like, wherever she's from. So it's all small businesses. But if you really, why is it so like, expensive? but the policies that you're promoting on these products hurt small businesses. Like, yeah. Like, it just amazes me how... Um, I talked to a youth that's in college, um, <laughs> a youth, <laughs> a youth, the last week, and I asked, and she she's left leaning, and I asked her, I asked her, what's the definition of socialism, and what's the definition of capitalism in her opinion? She gave me a definition of capitalism, which is capitalism only helps the top one percent, and we're all slaves to the top one percent. Yikes. I didn't ask her what is socialism. She couldn't give me an answer because this generation's being taught that these beliefs, AOC's beliefs, are not socialistic beliefs. But it makes me laugh because if you really think about it, socialism is tar- it doesn't help small businesses. Like it's tar- it essentially like you're claiming we're for like corporations are bad socialism essentially is just making the government one big corporation but you hate corporations like how as a small business owner can you do anything in socialism and you know what i'm i if she's saying that all the people creating from birch are from small businesses it should not cost that much then something and i'm not saying that she's lying 
but I'm just confused where everything is going because if it is from a small business, it should not cost that unless she's pocketing a good chunk of pocketing is probably not the right word. Unless she's profiting. It's profiting and she probably wouldn't call it profiting. Um unless she's profiting a good chunk, that's interesting. If it's from a small business, that is that expensive. Part of going to a small business is so it won't be as expensive and so there isn't as much um middleman labor things like that and like you're helping the small business i'm just very interested um in that that's yeah hmm. i'm curious to see i really want to know what her margins are me too i really want to know her margins and kind of sorry and to jump back to what you said about socialism i think you're so right people aren't really being told what the definition of socialism is um and you know, I hate to be like that conservative, but like because of like Prager U, I think does a really good job explaining certain things, but all of their stuff gets censored. Like I'm pretty sure they are badly shadow banned. Like I have friends that are shadow banned. Like it's just it's hard to get out that information. Um when especially when they're not teaching it in schools. Yeah. And, like, I mean, this person I talked to doesn't even think, like, her beliefs are not socialistic beliefs. She just thinks it's we're giving back to the community. Like, capitalism is only about people caring about money. That's what capitalism is, is people caring mm. about money. And mm. it's it's just scary that, like, these kids, like, I don't, I honestly don't remember being taught socialism i remember being taught communism but we were not taught in school that socialism and communism is the same thing yeah honestly i barely remember being taught about socialism or communism i remember being taught that like communism equals bad but i don't really remember and i'll admit like i went to a christian like red ruby red uh i don't know if i'm allowed this say this as a black person but like wasp is like what other people say i'm gonna say that's not my word but people call it wasp school um so you know i know that i didn't necessarily get the best or both sides but then when i went to college i definitely had um <laughs> some professors in certain classes explain to me the other side so i really all i remember is like communism equals bad i don't really remember getting talked about like what exactly it was now that i'm thinking about it yeah so my public school education we were taught communism is bad because russia was communist china's communist we were taught communism is bad but they never taught us that socialism and communism are the same thing the difference and this is my understanding communism is the economic term for it socialism is the political term for it Ah, okay. That's my understanding. Because essentially, socialism is essentially the government has control of your job, um, how much money you make. Yeah. Has that control. And communism is the same thing. It's an economic term where the government has full control of the economy. Hmm. Okay. So we're never thought that those are the same thing. Yeah, and I think that's something we definitely, and now that we're talking about it, I do want to talk a little bit more, especially coming into this new year, about that on the podcast, because if 
people are not being taught that at school. Someone needs to talk about it. And I think if you're listening, a good resource, 100% will be PragerU. Because I know they do a lot of videos on it. Their YouTube channel, um, and as well as their website and their Instagram, I think has a lot of um, information on that. Because I, I really think that that's something we need to start educating ourselves more. And those of us that are conservative, more than just uh, socialism, communism equals bad, but like, what is socialism, communism, and why does it equal bad? Yeah, I mean, there's been, like, there's been, essentially, if you want to call it, like, let's, since the left like science, let's talk science. There's been so many ex- experiments on socialism that have failed but also a bunch of experiments on having a capitalistic economy that has succeeded why are we trying to be a socialistic country if it's there's been proven data that it doesn't work so why are we trying to do it and i think that is a million dollar question and I think that is when we, when people actually sit back and think about it, I think that is where we can start having a real discussion. If we know from data that socialism does not work, then why are we still trying to do it? Um, really quick, because uh, I don't want to go too long. We're going to do our last thing. This was an awful transition, but whatever. We're going to do the last <laughs> thing. A little fun and super fun, and maybe uh, you guys could like comment or like share with me on um, social media what you think. So it was a question someone asked on Twitter a couple of weeks ago, and I really have been saving it for an episode like this. And the question was, um, what um, song in a movie or a TV show should be a real song? Um, so Victoria, are there like one or two, even three songs that you're like, oh, that should definitely be a real song? That you can think of. If not, I have some right off the bat. And I can go. Yeah, you go. Let me think about it. I'm going through all the Disney songs in my head. Okay. So, on the thread, the first song that I saw, and I have been like, okay, I'm a huge dork. So, the reality is, ever since I saw it, it has been on my, in a playlist of mine. The Naked Mole Rap Song from Kim Possible. (laughs) I, like... (laughs) It's on Spotify if anyone is interested and wants to rehear it. It's on Spotify. Someone said that and I was like, oh my God, that was like such a good song. That was such a banger. And like, I remember like, um, so I played it and then I played it for my brother. I was like, oh, listen to this throwback. And like, it was so funny. We both like still remember the lyrics. <laughs> I was like, how does that? That was so long ago. That was such a good song. Another one is um that song from Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. Oh my god, yes. I made Sebastian watch that with me and he goes, Are you kidding me? Why are we watching this movie? How old are you? Such a good movie. I will say I tried to watch it recently and they're like 13. So like half of the time I was like, ew, this is cringe, cringe. Cause like they're just trying to be so adult and I'm like, You're 12. Like, uh, you <laughs> listen to your parent like they know what they're talking about but at the time as a 12 13 14 year old girl um i was like they're right you go ahead stand up for your beliefs you're 12 13 we get it like that's how i felt at the time but like that's such a good song and i loved all of those movies the the third one was eh, but like honestly i I would watch it again especially because they're older and when they're older it's like less cringe to me yeah um 
And then I don't know if anybody watches American Dad. I know that's like up in the air whether that's like a good show or not. Seth MacFarlane is crazy. But if you watch American Dad, um, Steve has the best singing voice of a cartoon I've ever heard in my entire life. And any song he sings, I'm like, that's a hit. That's a hit. I don't know who plays him. I think the person who plays him has to be like a real live musician. Because like every time he sings, I'm just like, oh, yes, sing, Steve. I love to hear him sing. Those are the three I could just think of like right off the bat. What about you? Have you thought of some now? Yes. Okay. So essentially, pretty much the whole soundtrack from The Greatest Showman. Not going to lie. I have I, never seen that. I need to see it. I know. Oh I, my god! I went and saw it like five times in the theaters. I need to see it. It's is it on any? My favorite. Um, so Sebastian and my mother-in-law, like for the mother-son dance, actually danced to Pink's version of "A Million Dreams." Aww. So that is definitely like one. Um, crap. I'm thinking, like you got a friend in me. From, oh, that's a good um, one. Toy Story. Toy Story. Like, I think that'd be a good one. Um, Nobody's Perfect from Hannah Montana. Oh, yes. Literally every time someone says, nobody's perfect, and then I'm going to go, I'm going to work it again and again till <laughs> I get it right. Like, literally that, that song yeah. comes in my head. Me too. Every time someone says, nobody's perfect, that song pops in my head. It actually, funny story. Um, Somebody said that in the house when um, I was living in D.C., and, like, automatically me and um fernando one of the other girls we both automatically like without missing a beat just started singing like the song because it's just it's like of course like i don't know it's just that's such a good song and then okay so um last thing you got a friend in me on father's day i want to say maybe like three years ago at church when i was attending this other church um for father's day they had this father and this son and the son was like maybe maybe eight and they had them sing the song literally i'm i was like bawling like it was like the sweetest thing like i I don't know like if your church is like a transition thing like from going from praise and worship to um the sermon yeah like during the transition song they were so you have a friend in me it was like a father and a son and i was like this is so beautiful it was so sweet like i'm thinking about it's like make me tear up again like it was just the cutest thing ever yeah that's such a good song because i love i mean Let's just go back to the greatest show. But how have you never okay. seen the greatest show? I don't know. Everybody says it's so good. Is it on like Netflix or Hulu? Oh, I don't know. I own it. I literally went and bought it day one. <laughs> I need but, to see it. Oh, uh, Jamma. Oh, oh, another. Um, this isn't. I guess technically it's a movie. The Hamilton soundtrack. I haven't what? seen that either, oh, dude. I, need, I know. I know. Disney Plus. I, I like. Know. I think that's pretty much. Every in everybody's like top five Spotify, it's like the Hamilton soundtrack. I know it is, yeah. Me. Um, <laughs> oh, we should talk about that next episode. I just it's so good. It's I'm trying to remember exactly the song like I'm thinking of, I don't know why I'm blanking on it. Um, it's like I'm not gonna be way my shot, shot, something like that. But it's like you got one shot, we gotta do it essentially. It's like the premise of it i'm not gonna throw away my shot there we go <laughs> i'm so <laughs> sorry for trying to sing them. these i can't sing to save my life 
I'm so guys, either. just pull out. When I start singing, just pull out the headphones. <laughs> give it like 10 seconds and then you can go back. It's okay. I, I can't sing either. I sing all the time, especially in the car. But oh, I, I just, me too. Yeah. I'm not like, I do it alone for reasons. <laughs> But yeah, okay. Well, this was a really good episode. It was good to talk about something like less political um, and just something fun. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, please make sure you like, subscribe, rate, review, comment, share this with everybody. Um, as the new year approaches, I really do. 2021, I think it's going to be imperative that we conservatives say something well christians as well we use our voice to say something we need to stand up and stand out and i think um podcasts like this are a really good way to be something different in the culture i really hope you guys listening feel represented and i also hope you guys feel entertained um by some of the things we say i think we're hilarious um and i think we have very uh good opinions but that's just me i'm i'm a little biased uh but yeah so thanks everybody for listening talk or you guys will I will say talk to you later. I mean I guess it's talking to you. Pretty guys. much. Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye guys. <laughs>Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram, at thoseothergirlspodcast, and on Twitter, at TOG underscore podcast. Those are the girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.